Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Hi, this is Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, and I am reminding you that it is your time to break through into the abundance. Yes, our affirmation for today is going to be abundance is attracted to me, coming from Psalms 35, uh, 27. And so I am excited today because we know this is the Passover season, the spring season. Uh, you may call it Easter season, Passion Week, Passover week, whatever week you may call it. We know that this is the season of miracles. And how do we know that? We know that God is a God of seasons and he calls his, um, his special days. He have like days in this calendar for, uh, set aside for specific things. And if you look in, uh, Deuteronomy 11, uh, he reminds his children again, and also Deuteronomy 16, he reminds them about the Passover because he wanted them to remember where they were and how he took them from lack into abundance. And so tonight, I wanna talk specifically to those of you who may have given up hope, who may have uh, lost hope in your dreams and your goals, you're at the brink of giving up. Um, you know, God has a word for you. You may be tired, or even if you, you're thinking that yes, you're, you're in a good positive place, I know we can all use this time to refresh. Uh, how do I know? Because that's what God created the springtime for. He created this season to be a season where things break through. And so we're going to be talking about how do you break through into the abundant season that God has. All right. So we know he has winter where things uh, appear to be dry. They appear to be dormant. Um, and what's so amazing is right after winter comes then you see it's um you know it was, it's springtime it was just uh cold things looked depending on where you are in the country the the trees all the leaves um you know they fell off everything looked bleak it looked bland and then all of a sudden you start getting towards uh march and april and um, and as May comes around, we start seeing things spring up, things that had looked dead. So there are some plants that are seasonal plants, right? And so some seasonal plants in, in the wintertime, they go dormant. You think they're dead. And then spring comes about and you see the beautiful flowers just spring up. They were waiting for their season. They were waiting for their time. And so we see here that God is the one who ordained the seasons and the time. And so when we look at Deuteronomy 16 and he is reminding his children, he's telling them and he's telling you today that um, it says Aviv, which is the month that he ordained to be the first month of the year. That is his first month. And he wants that to be the time when new things happen, a time of newness. And so he specifically wanted to remind his people that, you know what? 
This was the same time that I broke you out of bondage of Egypt. And we know the, he the Hebrew word for Egypt is constraint and it is Mitzrayim. So he took them out of Mitzrayim, which is Egypt, meaning constraint out of a hard time um, where the soil, if you think about, since we're talking about uh, trees and flowers, because he, he created the trees and the flowers for us to be able to see the fruit of his springtime so we can enjoy that season. And he is telling them that I know what you've gone through. I know where you've come from. I know what you've come out of. Uh, but I want to remind you that this season is your breakthrough season. This season is where you're going to bust through and break through into the promise that God has for you. And so another thing I thought about as, as we think about um, breaking through and we think about, you know, the hard times that we may have gone through in our lives. And even it may not just be us, but those who we love, those who we support, um, you know, they may have gone through hard times in their lives. And one thing we're going to learn through this, uh, this series, we're going to learn that you don't ignore and discount your hard time that you've gone through, nor people's hard time. So when someone is telling you that, you know, they have, they went through a tough time. Um, it amazes me how people can be so cold and just say, you know, get over it. That's not how that works. <laughs> uh, God didn't tell his children to get over it. He wants them to heal through it and work through it and get to the point where you re recognize that God led you um, through it. He didn't leave you alone while you were in it. And so as we were going through uh, to the Passover and we read in, in um, 16, and we're going to read some more in other verses so that we can be aware, God wanted them to remember where he took them from and remember how he brought them through, how he healed them and how he replaced, um, you know, all the heartache and he replaced it with his promise. And so tonight is for you because whatever you've gone through, God wants to take that and replace it with his promises. And I like to think about the a tree or a, a, a flower. So I just recently got some flowers. Someone brought me some flowers. And in the flowers, there were little bulbs. So it showed me that some of the flowers had opened up, had sprung up already, and they were beautiful. But there was even more hope because I realized, wow, if some of these are still bulbs, that means they have yet to open up and yet to spring up. So they are going to last even longer. And so the lesson that taught me, even as God was kind of taking me through his word to prepare for today, what I can see from that is even as the others had already sprung up and we could see the beauty, we still had these in the bulb that still had to burst through. They still had to burst through in order for us to see and appreciate the beauty of them. So sometimes you may see other people and you may say, wow, they've made it. They've busted through already. Well, today I want to tell you it's your turn. It's your turn to bust through and break through. So you may have other dreams that have come through, but you have this one particular dream that you're still waiting on to be fulfilled. I want to let you know that this is the season of the breakthrough. 
Now, this is not the season that I'm not creating seasons myself, nor can you. This is the season that God has preordained. And we know that he set everything up for us before we were even here. So he made all these things and then he made us. So we know that he had everything in place that we would need to be able to enjoy the life that he intended for us to, to be able to enjoy. And so even though we are aware of that, it says in verse, um, in verse four, it talks about the bread of affliction. So we know that in this Passover season, he wants us um, back here. They call it the unleavened bread. So if you ever went through a Passover or if you ever did a communion, you would notice that the bread is flat um, and they call that unleavened. We know that as Jesus spoke, he always talked about the leaven, a little leaven, leaven the whole lump, meaning sin. So leaven or yeast always represents sin. Um, and Jesus said that a little, you know, a little sin will just increase to be more sin. And so, but here in, in, for the Passover, we know that we wanted to, um, have the bread of affliction. Um, or for when we do communion, we always talk about, um, you know, eating his body and drinking his blood, uh, just so that we could remember how he died and rose again so that we could enjoy this so we could be in that covenant with god we can have that connection directly with god and with and for his promises that he has for us so that we can be assured that even as we're reading these words about god's children that we are indeed god's children and we also have a covenant with him um, that we would not only be a part of the kingdom that's coming, but we know that his kingdom is here, even on earth, right? That's why we always pray Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we know that um, we are currently seated in heavenly places, Ephesians uh, verses 2 and 10. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, which means that even though we're here on earth, we are heavenly uh we're heavenly beings. We have a spiritual aspect to us where we're able to connect on a spiritual basis with the most high God. And we know that he says that greater is he that is in, in us than he that is in the world. So we know that God is ruling and he is reigning in us. And so he has some things that about him and his kingdom that he would like for us to know. So even though we see on earth, there's a springtime. We want to be aware spiritually that there is also a springtime where things break through and bust through in the heavenlies and that you can see them manifest here on earth. So whatever it is that you may be going through right now, we want to remind you that this is the season of breakthrough. This is the season where you have to expect for God uh, to come through in a new way for new things to occur just because that is what happens in his season. And so as we look at 16 in uh, Deuteronomy 16, it talks about um, for you came out of the land of Egypt in a hurry so that you may remember all the days of your life when you came out of the land of Egypt. So we see here that God is saying, listen, I want you to remember 
where you came from, that you came out of the land of Egypt, that you came out of constraint or restraint or a hard place. And he wants to remind us of this because we know that in John 10, 10, it talks about how the enemy wants to just kill, steal, destroy, destroy your hope, destroy your relationships, destroy your health. He is out to get that. And so God wants to let us know that wherever we are in our battle, that he is our hope today, that he wants to um, come in and, you know, release that bulb, release that thing, that's that constraint. And he wants to manifest his promise to you. And I love how I read in Deuteronomy 11, because I know I spoke about remembering but what's also important that i like to see here is in 11 it talked about how your children has to know and god even said it here because in the beginning in exodus he told them listen what i have brought you through i want to make sure that you always let your children know you teach them and you let them know where i brought you from so it even goes to show even more how important that when you as a people or you as an individual, when you go through something, you don't bury it. You use that to bring God glory. It says when the, what the enemy meant for evil, God's going to turn it around for good. So whatever that you are going through that the enemy sent you. Notice I said what the enemy meant for evil, because sometimes we put the blame in the wrong places, right? <laughs> we know that the enemy is meaning for you to stay in Egypt, for you to stay in constraint, for you to stay depressed, for you to stay broke, for you to stay in whatever um, state that um, he can make you miserable in. <laughs> That's where he wants for you to stay. But we want to remember all the other times that God has taken us out of those constraint situation, those tough situations, so that we could even remind our children and say, hey, I remember when I was in this situation and look how God brought me out. So even before we go in further and talk about the breakthrough, I want you to be comfortable enough and humble enough to say, you know what? God has brought me through. God has brought me through some tough times and no matter what tough time I face today, he is going to continue to see me through. And so I like when it says, um, I am not speaking with your children who have not known and who have not seen the discipline of the Lord, your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm and signs and works which he did in the midst of Egypt. So he's saying, basically, I said in like an opposite way. He says like, I know you told your children this. Because he's like, I'm not speaking to kids who don't know. Because God know that he told them, make sure your children know. So God was aware that, listen, I know y'all know my greatness. I know you guys know my mighty hand. And he says, I know that you know how I took you. From out of Pharaoh's hands, I brought you into the promised land. And so even today, I want to um, remind us that as we talk about 
breaking through into abundance, we want to make sure that we teach our children as well that in order to break through into abundance is something that comes from God, that breakthrough comes from him. Once we realize that, it gives us so much more faith and so much more hope because then we know we don't have to rely on ourselves to break through. Because half the time, you know, when, when you're going through, trust me, I know you're too tired, you're too oppressed, depressed to do anything. And so tonight, God wants to bring you hope. He wants to remind you that in this season, he is your hope in this season. He wants to remind you that whatever may be looking dry in your life, he is here in this season to bring it back to life because that's what he does, <laughs> right? He is God and that's what he does. So we see here that he told them, um, I love this part because when we're going through, that's when God reminds us, you know what? I need you to be strong. And he told him in um, verses seven, be strong and go in and possess it because he had already taken them out of Egypt. And he said, hey, this is where I'm going to bring you. So they got out of Egypt physically, but yet still they didn't go further enough or farther enough, sorry, so that they could enjoy the blessings that God had. And so what does that mean for us today? Sometimes God may have taken us out of a situation, but mentally we're still bound in our minds and our mindset is keeping us from receiving everything that God has for us. So sometimes the breakthrough has to happen in our minds. So what God is telling them is, um, keep the commandments that I'm telling you today. To be strong, go in and possess the land that I have for you. Um, and then he says that he's going to prolong the days. He explained the land for them, a land flowing with milk and honey. So he's just telling them that, listen, I have goodness in store for you. I have broken I have broken you out already, but now it's your turn. Now I need you to be strong enough to go out, possess it and enjoy it. So you may be saying, man, you know, it doesn't look like this is going to work. It doesn't look like I'm going to push through. You know what? That's when God comes through. That's the whole point of the spring. When we look at the ground in the winter time, it doesn't look like flowers are going to bloom. It doesn't look like it. But the miracle of the season is when everything looks dark. It looks bleak. It looks like it's not going to work. Man, that's when the miracle shows up. So what God is asking his children and what he is asking us today, because of course we are his children, to be strong and go in and possess the land which you are going to possess. It's just so simple. He's like, you're going to possess it because you know that already. He gave you the dream. He gave you the vision. He said, hey, this is what I have for your life. And then when we see things around us looking dark and gloomy, it looks like it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, that's when we want to give up. But he's like, listen, be strong, 
go in and possess what you already know I told you you're going to possess. So that is our reminder that God wants to, to, to let us know that he took you out before. He brought you through before. He's brought you through hard times before. And you didn't stay there, right? Or if you have, he's telling you today, listen, be strong. Let's go up and let's get this done. All right. So we're going to enjoy um, a lovely song by uh, a local artist, Pastor Kerry Fraser. And then when we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about part two of the abundant lifestyle. How do we do shift our mindset to go from lack to abundance um, and not just that, but how do we break through into the promise that God has for us in his season? Now, remember, it's his season for, for this, right? It's his season. It's not ours. He said, this is the season of the breakthrough. This is the springtime season where I want to do something new with you today. Dr. Janice will be back in a moment with final words to wrap up the program, so stay with us. God has a master plan for your life, and we have resources available to help you get and stay on the path to success in your relationships, health, and finances. In addition to the 21-day fasting journal, we have also made available a 12-month vision planner, which includes weekly goals to-do list, and inspirational scriptures to keep you motivated to achieve your goals all year round. Just go to www.refocus21.com. That's the number 21, refocus21.com slash planner. Right now she's back with her final words of inspiration. We are back with part two and we're talking about breaking through into abundance. How do we break through into abundance? And so we are on, um, this is day four of the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, which is just saying that uh, during the time of the Passover, which we know that Jesus, Yeshua, is the Passover lamb. He took the place of the Passover so that we can always remember where God brought us from um, physically as a people and spiritually as a people as well. And so even as we go through talking um, about expecting this, this miracle to happen, I just hope from part one you understood uh, and that you expect to have a, a miracle happen. You expect that the dry places in your life will spring forth, will spring up because that is God's special timing. We call it the Moadines, his special timing um, and his seasons. But what I think that a lot of us sometimes that we forget, I guess I can speak to myself, is that when you look in front of you and you see the obstacle in front of you, that is when sometimes we question God and we say, man, God, are you there? Did you really send me to accomplish this mission? Did you really want me to start this business? Do you really want me to start this ministry? You know, do you really want me to uh, succeed in this area? 
Because what happens is God gives us a a vision. He gives us a dream to accomplish something because we are his hands and feet in the earth. So he needs you to get things done down here. Um, But he also needs you to know that you have a heavenly assignment. And in order for you to do the heavenly assignment uh, down here on earth, you have to be kingdom minded. You have to be in tune with his spirit. And then you have to go forth, um, you know, you physically and spiritually. So it's all one. So we don't want to separate um, things. I know people do that a lot. They want to separate um, the spiritual life um, from the physical life. But you are a body and you have a spirit and you have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotion. So you are three-part being. So you, you can't just ignore one part. You can't ignore your body and get sick. And expect for you to fulfill God's mission because you need to be healthy. You need to be whole. You need your mind to be right in order to accomplish it. You need your spirit man to be healthy. You need your spirit man to be whole as well. So we always want to look at ourselves holistically, right? Uh, Because while you're here in this body on this earth, there are certain things um, that we have to do. And there are certain assignments that we have to accomplish. However, in in accomplishing those things, sometimes in the physical, it looks impossible. So we know that sometimes, like God told the children of Israel, you know, that tonight you're going to break through out of Egypt. Tonight, I'm going to deliver you. Tonight, I'm going to uh, pass over you with the negative because the everybody else around them was going to be suffering and god says what when i pass over you i'm going to deliver you and bring you out scot-free and that was during this season during this time um during this springtime what god his more deem his special days he says this will be the beginning of months and so we know our Gregorian calendar says January is the first month, but we're talking about God's in God's kingdom. So in God's kingdom, the springtime, um, that month, it usually between April and March, depending on the moon, because God's timing goes based on the moon as well. Um, that's why during uh, Passover, which Easter happened to fall on Passover this time, it was an, it was a full moon. And so Once we're looking and we're understanding God's timing, we're more able to be in tune with him and take him at his word, realizing that when his Bible speaks to us, it's not just an empty book. It says that God's word is alive. And so we want to find life in it. We know that it says um, in John 1, the beginning in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God and it became flesh and dwelt among us talking about yeshua jesus all right so that is why whenever we're going through anything we have to check in with god we have to check in with his word someone came up with an acronym about the bible and they said that it is um basic instructions before leaving earth so if you are going through anything if you're looking for anything if you're looking for hope Um, in this time, you want to go to God's word and hear what it is that he has to say. And so we, when, while we're, you know, searching in Deuteronomy and we see the connection with, with Yeshua, 
So we see that God is, he didn't change. He didn't say one thing over here. He didn't set spring time back then and then change it to now we no longer have spring. We have one season. No, he gave us the seasons. He gave us the times um, for, for his purposes. And so even as we, uh, we go back and we look uh, about the example with the Red Sea, I love this example because he told them, come on, I'm going to, tonight is the night, you know, I'm going to get you out. They, they left and they believed God. They was like, yes, we're believing God. We're leaving. They left. And we know that he, he, when they left, they left with uh, abundance. They left with much silver and much gold. The people just gave them all kinds of stuff and they left because we know that, and we're going to see later that when God delivers you, he delivers you in abundance but however right now we want to focus on the red sea because the red sea in your life is that obstacle that you are facing is that obstacle that you feel that you cannot break through is that thing where every time you get to this place you fall flat you think you're going to make it and then you fall flat and then the next year comes around, you think you're going to be pushing through and then you fall flat. That is your Red Sea. But I have a word today for your Red Sea. God has a word today for your Red Sea. And all we have to do is just believe him. Um, so I love it where it says we're talking about constraint, which is Egypt, and they're leaving that place. And so I want you to think about that place that you need to leave. What place do you need to leave? Do you need to leave um, depression behind, lack behind, bad relationships behind, a low self-esteem behind? Um, what's that word? People like to say ambitious. So some people say, you know, you're just tired. <laughs> Some days you just want to leave fatigue behind, right? Some days you just, you, you don't even have a big dream. All you just want to do is get some rest, okay? You know, God is aware of all our emotions. And he don't want us to ignore and stuff our emotions. He says, if you are weary and heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. So in order for you to come to God to get rest, you have to first admit that you're weary. Because if he said, if you are weary, come to me. If you haven't even identified, I want to admit that you are weary. How are you going to even come to him? So Jesus is not interested in us putting on a mask and pretending that we're not human. and pretending like we don't have emotions and we don't have struggles. I mean, come on. He knows that. And that's why he created uh, seasons so that we could break through from one area onto the next. Um, and then you may say, you know, so why did I even have to go through it in the first place? Well, as always, we always want to remember that we're living in a fallen world. However, we want to always remember that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So there's always an escape. There's always a way through when the enemy puts the Red Sea in front of us. And sometimes the Red, Red Sea in front of us is just in our minds, our mindset. We, we just have that blockage. But even if it's a physical 
blockage, a physical Red Sea. God is letting us know today that this is a season of miracles and he don't care if it's a sea, if it's a wall, whatever it is, it, you must break through today. We're going to focus in on breaking through, pushing through the Red Sea. Why? Because when God told the children of Israel to leave and to go to their promised land, God knew the Red Sea was there. But he wanted them to believe in him enough so that they would go to the Red Sea and march towards the Red Sea. And God is the one who parted the Red Sea. That's the miracle. So don't look at anyone else's need as if it's more important than yours. Whatever need you may have, if it's important to you and if you care about it, it's important to God and he cares about it. So don't worry about, oh, well, they have this going on over here. There's a wall over here. But yes, still I'm complaining to God about this headache. You know what? If the headache is a headache <laughs> to you, it's a headache to God. And he is there for you. And he is there to deliver you from that. So think about whatever Red Sea uh, you may have in your, in your mind, first of all. Uh, what promise did God give you? that you are doubting that doubt is your red sea whatever red sea that you have in front of you whatever is blocking you from really taking god on at his word don't worry about um you know in the past um you may have gone through some things and you may be saying man you know some people just believe i'm not lucky at all this thing always happens to me you know what God wants to let you know today that he got that. He has the Red Sea, uh, the miracle of the Red Sea in hand for you in this spring season. And so they went, they got to the Red Sea in front of them. And they kind of looked up like, okay, God, uh, you told me I was going to get into this milk and honey land full of milk and honey, this great place you were going to take me to. But here go um, this Red Sea. And what happened? We know that he parted it. He moved the Red Sea. He went through. He allowed them to go through the Red Sea. And I love this story because this is a great time to retell the story during this Passover season. Um, because it is so appropriate for our lives today that sometimes we break through and we thought we have arrived. And then you're like, wait, this the enemy coming back after me again <laughs> so we see that god parted the red sea for them and they're going through and here comes the enemy who changes mind says wait 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 i let them go let me go back after them and so even though it may be something that you're thinking man you know god has gotten me through this but somehow i find myself in this situation again you know, I'm just here to tell you tonight, God got this. He got you. He has you covered. Okay. He wants in this season to take you out of lack into abundance. He want to take you from uh, mourning and sorrow. And he want to take you into happiness and praise because that's what he does. This season, he wants to remind you to allow him to do that for you. So will we allow him to do that for us tonight. So it starts with a decision. 
It starts with you being humble enough to realize that, you know what? I need you, Lord. I need you in, in this area of my life. And I'm going to expect for you to change my mindset from seeing the Red Sea to seeing you, to seeing your hand leading me and guiding me through. So don't even, you know, I don't want to say don't look at the Red Sea because the, the Red Sea that you see in right now, he's, he's going to move it. So keep your mind beyond the Red Sea. That's why God told them where he was going to take them. He says, I'm going to take you into a land filled with milk and honey. That's the image he wanted them to see and to have in the forefront of their minds so that when they get to the Red Sea, they can still look through on the other side and believe that God's going to bring them onto the other side. So once we come back, we're going to be talking about how do we get to the other side. If you would like more resources on how to get insight and clarity into God's plan and purpose for your life, visit our website at www.refocus21.com. As we wrap up the session, and we're talking about um, breaking through into abundance, uh, there's an important element that I want to talk about even as we focus on getting to the other side, right? So we know that where we are right now may be winter. It may look dark. It may look hard. It may look like nothing is growing. But springtime is here. And this is the season that God wants to manifest his promises to us. But there's just one thing uh, that I learned, even as I read about uh, Jesus, when he was going to the other side. So he told his disciples that, you know what, come on, let's go to the other side. Because the place where he was, it, it was a hard place. The people wasn't accepting him. And he just knew it was time for him to move. So sometimes in your life, you can just tell. It's time for you to switch that job. It's time for you to get out of that situation that you're in. It's time for you to, um, you know, hunker down and pay more attention to your spiritual life. Spend time with God. Um, find a great Bible believing church. Um, sometimes you just know it's time for you to make that move. And um, so Jesus went to the other side. And what I wanted to remind us about is as he was going to the other side, is where he met the storm. Um, the storm just came and he could have turned back and say, oh, that storm is there. That means I am not meant to go uh, to the other side. I better go back. No, he did not go back. He spoke to the storm and told the storm, you know what? Nope, shut it down. You be quiet, peace be still. And we may think, well, that's Jesus. No, we have that same power and authority because he left it for us. When he left, he says, all power is given unto you, both in heaven and on earth. And that's the only reason we're able to be both physical and spiritual beings and uh, work this this uh, kingdom assignment that we have, how we can, uh, you know, how we're working in it right now. And so I hope you're uh, tracking with me. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. I hope that you are seeing God in his fullness, that you are seeing God as a great God, as a mighty God 
who does miracles. He does signs and he does wonders. I know you believe that, but what I want you to believe tonight is that he can do it through you, for you, and in you. That's what's the hardest part for us to believe sometimes. Because we could believe that, yeah, he parted the Red Sea. We believe that he did all these things. But I want for us to believe it for ourselves. So in order for us to be able to uh, enjoy this life that God has for us to enjoy, I want us to take a look at what he told his disciples. So Yeshua said in Mark chapter um six but then you can also read chapter four to get the fee the story about um the storm so here they are they went through the storm now they're on the other side just like we see with the egyptians when the egyptians was chasing god's children they saw the red sea it, god's children did not turn back they went through the red sea over to the other side because the other side is where your miracle is. If you're in a dark place right now in your life, don't stay there. Push through to the other side. That's where God's miracle is. That's why he kept saying to you, be strong. He don't want you to be fooled by what you see, the physical that you're seeing. Because his word is more powerful than what your eyes can see. So that's why I started off this session with an affirmation so you could say what God says. God says, abundance is attracted to me. God says, I know the plans I have for you is plans of shalom, which is peace, meaning wholeness, wellness in your mind, abundance. And so um, we're able to realize that once we uh, not just realize it, but we're able to manifest it and possess it once we could see ourselves in that. So I want you to know that I'm not talking, um, you know, just about what God did in the past to you. I'm talking about what God wants to do today through you today. And I'm talking to you. Yes, God wants to do signs, wonders, and miracles through you. Because who else is he going to use? <laughs> I think we forget that. That he purposely chose you, um, ordained you, anointed you to do a great work for him. Because uh, tag, you're it. We are it. So, um, you know, people sign up to do evil for the enemy all the time. <laughs> they go full speed talking about you behind your back, just doing evil it's out there, but we want to be the ones who say, okay, God, you have things that you want done and here am I, send me. Just like Isaiah said, we want to say, here am I, send me. Um, but sometimes, you know, there are obstacles in the way and we don't want to pretend that they're not there. Jesus didn't pretend that the storm wasn't there. <laughs> he spoke to the storm and said, hey, move out the way. The children of Israel, when they were crossing the Red Sea, the Red Sea was there. They couldn't just pretend like the Red Sea wasn't there. Moses had to put the, uh, listen to God and what God says, okay, put the, the rod down and the sea is going to path um, apart. And it did. And so it's just a matter about 
uh, listening to what God has to say. But sometimes we don't listen because we don't believe that God wants to use us for mighty things. We think that this dream that we have, number one, we think we gave it to ourselves. No, you didn't give yourself the dream. God gave you the dream <laughs> so that you could fulfill it so that he can get the glory. And once we have that mindset, you know, things really, really start changing. And so let's think about um, Mark in chapter four. Um, Jesus told them, I want you to take care of yourself. Go to a remote place in verse 31 and rest. Take care of yourself. And so that is something that even though we say, you know, God has greatness, go for it. We don't want you going for it and not being balanced and not taking care of your uh, mental wellness. So take time to do things enjoyable, things you enjoy. Um, what Jesus told them was, you know, get on a boat and go to a remote place. So you may not have a boat, but you may have a beach or you can just make your own little space in your house. So you can have that quiet time so that you can refresh your, your mind and your spirit. So you're not just going, 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 um, just relying on yourself. You want to, to know that you have a God, you're relying on God, and you're not just here struggling all by yourself. So even in this season, as we're expecting uh, for God to release um, you know, the miracles and the promises to us, we want to be in a place where we could receive, where we could be still and quiet enough to receive of the miracle that he has um, in store for us. And so we see that he was compassionate. Jesus was compassionate to them. And he taught them that they have to be compassionate to others. So even as we are in verse 34, even as we are looking towards, you know, accomplishing the mission that God has for us, remember to be compassionate to those that you're called to serve. Okay. So everything God called you to do, the dreams, the mission, it is for others. It is for people. And you want to be able to be compassionate and caring to those that we were called to serve. And once they were able to be um, compassionate and understand that even in this instant for verses 34, they were talking about feeding the people that they couldn't just give them the spiritual food and preach to them. They needed physical food as well. So we see that dynamic where God talks about the physical being and the spiritual. So we can't go acting as if we're just one or we just focus on this. No, we have to be balanced. And so Jesus taught that to them. He says, yeah, we're preaching to them, but we also going to feed them. We're going to meet their needs. It says that Jesus had compassion on them. And he told them that, you know what? Blessed are the poor, um, the meek the weary, the needy. So those were the people that Jesus was um, bringing hope to. And even tonight, he wants to bring hope to you wherever you may be right now and let you know that um, the promises that God made you, they are real, they are there. And in this season, we want you to prepare yourself to receive of his miracles. And we see that the miracles showed up once, um, they did what God called them to do. God says, Jesus told them, Yeshua laid them there and said, you know, set them in groups of a hundred and they started distributing the bread and the miracle started rolling. 
So that's what my prayer for you is, is today. That even as you start believing God and doing what he says, he says, take a class here, drink water here, exercise here. Whatever miracle you're believing God for, whether it's finances, you sow to this ministry or to this nonprofit, whatever he asks you to do towards what you're believing for, you do it and watch him work. You can't make uh, anything, um, you know, you, you can't physically make the miracle, but you can believe for the miracle and you will see God use you and use your hands to create that miracle. All right. So we want to see that um, when you would go ahead and read that, if you want a reminder of a miracle, we see that God used that and we see the miracles and how many people were fed. And so we want you to know that whatever promise God made you, you'll be able to reach thousands and thousands um, with whatever dream it is that God gave you, whether it's to feed thousands, to teach, uh, to heal, um, to serve through your business or through whatever means that God gave you, because it's so many of us, he gave us all a different dream. We all have something different that we have to accomplish while we're here. You can't accomplish what I, what I have. You got to do your own and I got to do my own. Right. And so, um, it was so great to be able to talk with you. We can talk some more about this, but I just want you to know that uh, this is a season of manifested miracles. This is a season that you have to break through. I want you to expect it. I want you to believe for it and I want you to act on it. And I can't wait to hear your testimonies. Okay. So you're going to give us your testimonies. Um, we look forward to hearing them. Um, and of course you can always go to JaniceModest.com to sign up for more inspirational uh, tips, what have you. And I will see you again next time. I can't wait for you to walk in your miracles. Thank you for joining us tonight for Words That Inspire. You have been listening to your inspirational coach, Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Join her weekly for inspiration to propel you into your God-ordained destiny. Need additional resources? Go to www.refocus21.com. <laughs>